0: You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart. Each week, we'll discuss
1: ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens
0: of our heart and how to heal what we discover.
1: Creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want.
0: Now we're your hosts. I'm Amy, and I'm Vanessa.
1: Now let's get into the show.
0: Hey angels, how are we? We are coming to you, episode. What are we at, Vanessa? Is it? 60? I believe we're on sixty. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, episode sixty, and we're going to talk about kind of a. For some, it's a sensitive topic. For some, it's not. What are we talking about, Vanessa?
1: I love the name of the podcast. And so I'm going to say it, even though everybody probably saw the graphic. (laughs) To religion or not to religion. (laughs) Um, And I love the topic. It's been kicking around in my head for like probably two weeks now. Um, It's personal to me. So uh, I have like a little extra oomph behind it. But I mean, I think it's just time. We, we talk a lot about spirituality and we talk a little bit about religion, but we haven't really sat down and felt dedicated to talk about the two, the intertwining, the separation. And um, I just see a lot of people having struggles, you know, even struggles like I did with what does this mean? Yeah. What, can, can I do both? Do I have to pick one or the other? What, what do I do here with this spirituality or religion? Um, so I'm excited to, to get into this today and see where, where we take it. Cause it yeah. always feels that way. Like, I feel like we have the idea and then we just run off and we see where, where we see where the finish line is. We don't <laughs> like aim for it. Cause we know where it is.
0: <laughs> um, and I think too, is that, um, you know, something to point out is that, you know, it's okay when you start your journey on your self-healing and you find yourself becoming more spiritual, more in tune with the laws of the earth, the laws of the universe, the laws of, you know, whatever you're doing and whatever you're growing, it's a lot of people are afraid because they find themselves stepping back from their religion. They find themselves finding issues or not feeling comfortable Yes. with religion and I and I think this is why we came to this topic was because well you know our friend Ayla who was on our lives every Wednesday she is a witch but and, and the misnomer and the misconception of being a witch is that you, you worship the devil or you're you dabble in that while there are people who do yes our friend like like our friend Ayla she Practices through christ consciousness, yes. And she knows the Bible better than any. I would. I would think any Christian. One
1: hundred percent. She knows like, it better than me.
0: I know, like any anybody who who, you know, is religious. I mean, the only people I think that would know the Bible more it would be a priest. Well, she is priestess Ayla, so there you right. go. <laughs> oh, yeah, ping you know, dong. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So like her knowledge, her understanding, her deep visceral sense of christ consciousness is deep woven within her Mm -hmm. so i think that that's such a myth that that that's you know that we have to make sure that we're looking at a person as their entirety because like in religion there's all flavors of spirituality you Mm know absolutely open Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. in deciding this topic we were like yeah this is like four topics all in one (laughs) So, you know, we're kind of like, okay, where do we start? Um, yes. <laughs> I would like to start with my understanding of how religion came to be. Okay. How how religion became a man-made thing. Okay. Because which I think go, is important. We I think if we go back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the Bible is man's interpretation yes. of, of Sanskrit of of some of you know the the dead sea scrolls the, it's man's interpretation
1: right but, and then and then and then there's interpretation upon and by the time it got to us how many yeah versions
0: yeah right. yeah like it it started with you know somebody's account but you know like everything you can misunderstand a text sure. you know so mm-hmm. you can definitely misunderstand some of these writings that happened mm-hmm. in And use them and manipulate them in the way that you wanted to. So what happened was, and I know this more about medieval England and medieval times than I do about anything else. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, we talk about there was a lot of wars fought for religion. Okay, Mm -hmm. first of all, that's the kind of the opposite of what religion was, I think, meant to be.
1: Yes.
0: Now, when man got a hold of it, especially the kings and the monarchies and and in their connection to rome and the vatican that mm. catholicism became something of a i don't want this to happen in my society therefore we're going to put it as a, as a as a god-fearing law
1: yes a moral law <laughs>
0: and so all of these moral laws were created based off of the Rome based off of humans and what they wanted to do. It was like, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't want them to do certain acts because they didn't like it or they didn't want it or they didn't feel it was right or whatever. So it's basically religion is like one tenth authenticity, authenticity connection to God. And Mm -hmm. in some aspects, not every aspect, I'm not I'm not, I'm not grouping all religions. I'm just kind of giving you an overview at that time. And 90% of what people, what man wanted, how they wanted to control the people in their villages, in their, in their countries, in their territories, like they mm-hmm. wanted to control them. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at even just England and its succession of the monarchy and how they did that, I mean, if you look at like Elizabeth the with Protestants and how they went and, and murdered all the Catholics. Because yeah. it was it was heresy. And then you get to the other side of when the Catholic came back and they, you, you couldn't be Protestant. You had to go underground. Yeah. So it became a way of judging a person. It became a way of judging their, their worthiness of being alive or dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which so, is like you said, kind of not at all the basis of religion. No. <laughs>
0: so so if you so if you kind of and i'm very general i'm generalizing in a huge massive way okay yeah. and you know because there are other religions there are religions that are like i was just thinking before this like you know over in china like vietnam they have their own religions over there like that are like sure. a 10 people have their religion you know right it's, it's village oriented right um, you know and then you have buddhism and then you have you know Taoism and you have a lot of other you have a lot of other religions that don't like you know Catholics Protestants right
1: well and I think that that's why the distinction is made right (laughs) it's because there's a a pretty uh stark difference between some of these religions that you're talking about that are peace-based and then others that are that I guess probably in the origin were somewhat peace-based, but more controlling based. So they have turned into um, exclusivity versus inclusivity. And a lot of the other um, religions that we probably will talk about, or that, you know, we've probably studied on our own are more of an inclusive um, kind kind of thing, you know, an understanding of all people kind of thing, rather than an understanding of our group versus the other people and how they're not our group. Um, So it is, it's very easy to pick out, (laughs) you know, like things like Catholicism and Protestant and that kind of thing, because they're very stark different. um, I think when you compare them in their, um, the way that they've manifested today, I should say that, you know, because I think um, I was watching a documentary the other day that blew my mind and this is an aside, um, but it was about America and it was about um, the first settlement of St. Augustine and how it was before the pilgrims and how it was very multicultural and, you know, just kind of, I mean, literally having grown up in new England, I was like, what in the hell is this? Like, (laughs) this is, I never even heard of this in my life and I'm 42 effing years old. How is this happening? But part of that was the reason they went over there in the first place was because they had this deep, they had a deep, deep belief that, that, um, that the rapture wasn't going to happen until all places of the earth earth had been touched by Christianity. So they had in their minds, a mission a faith-based mission to save the world. Right. And so they were trying to colonize other parts of the world to make sure that they spread the religion. So the rapture could happen. (laughs) Right. And it was like watching it going, Oh my God, I can't imagine having that thought process, but I mean, that's what they believed at the time. And to me, I thought, well, all right, I get it. How does that, like, how does that take into account the other people though? Like how, you know, I I don't know. Like that made me think, where did it go wrong? Because if it, even in, you know, the 1500s, they were still, you know, they had already been at a place of exclusivity where your, your beliefs need to be mine in order for us all to be saved like how far back do we really need to go to find where this thing went wrong
0: <laughs> very very far <laughs> and, well and if you think about religion if you look at it that way religion was the first like the first evidence of segregation mm. so yes. before we even i mean and there were slaves going back to it. god only knows when
1: so yeah it well, was for like, slaves i mean there's all kinds of
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and the enslaved people, it didn't just start with colonizers over here, it started a mm-hmm. long time ago. So, because they judged the people they enslaved as being less than, as being, you know, whatever words they used. But I think it goes back a very long time. I mean, William the Conqueror, I mean, that's kind of as far back as most of us can go. I mm-hmm. mean, he just wanted land, and it was like, I think religion became, even though, and this is, this is me stepping out of like factual and going into the idea of theory, but- Well, this is how all of this started is
1: people with theory. Yeah, not? right.
0: <laughs> um, so I think what happened was is people like William the Conqueror and all of these people, Genghis Khan, who, who, wanted, prop, who wanted this land and wanted to control land what happened was, is religion came along and gave them a pious region, reason in order to do the shit they were doing. It yeah. was like, I still just want the land you are sitting on. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it in the name of Jesus and God, like, yeah. and in the name of religion to make yeah. it seem to be more okay.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> because, absolutely. So that you feel guilt driven or you feel whatever driven to comply If I use it this way.
0: Yep. It it was almost kind of like the, the, the first, I don't know, I would, I would want to say smoke and mirrors job that, that we did as white people Mm -hmm. as the white people did and, and, you know, take over countries, take over places and slave people. It was like, we were doing that in this name of religion long before we ever colonized the U S like way back 1500s and before yeah um and so it's so yeah and I know we're not getting off on the right foot as far as (laughs) being unbiased about religion um I (laughs) well we're gonna fix
1: it I will I mean we're gonna fix it so hang in there if you're already like what the hell this is not what you said to religion or not to religion sounds like you're saying not to religion over and over we are going to you know we're the pendulum swings okay (laughs) hang with us
0: guys (laughs) so let's bring it kind of start to bring it back i know there are people in this world i know catholics i know christians i know protestants i know lutherans baptists who their religion is everything to them Mm -hmm. and but there's a reason why it works for them yes because they are in their hearts and they love from their heart and they know the true voice of what religion is to be, is to be inclusive, is to be loving, to be understanding, to be mm-hmm. helpful. Yep, You can't have great faith without being in your heart. Right. And that's why you see some of, you know, these nonas and, and some of these religious people with their rosaries and, And, you know, a lot of them, it's their life, but it's their life because they're in their heart and they love everyone. They, they, they see religion for what it needs to be for what it was Mm -hmm. intended to be. And that's how they live their life.
1: Yes. I think of mother Teresa, when you say Nona, I just think of all of them having a piece of mother Teresa in them where it was just like, dude, we're all people. What can I give? How can I give? what can I do for you? If it's just a prayer, I can give you a prayer. You know, like that's the easiest thing I can give you. Can I give you anything else? You know, like I want the world to be saved. I want the world to be peaceful. I want the world to be fed. I want, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of that, that principle of it. And there you're right. There's a great many people who get that, you know, and, and I love those people. Those are my favorite people because those are people that I can hang with without having to have a discussion or an argument or whatever, because it's not about what church, you know, you go to on Sunday, and what church I go to on Sunday, it's about our, our moral compass, and our humanity, or above all else, and that it's just like anything, the the way that I receive information is right for me, and the way you receive information is right for you, and we don't judge that as long as we all get the information, you know, And, and I think that that's Um, the key thing for people to hear here is that we're not bashing religion we're bashing the way that people ignore the basis of what that moral compass and what that moral standard was created for
0: yeah
1: kind of forgetting that kind of thing and so that's just you know that's an that's a group of people you know just like we're talking about the group of people that get it and will will treat people inclusively and will use their heart um so i think that that is a great that was a great way to intro that of saying, you know, like it's not all of these people that I could choose to sit here and take apart their religions, but I won't because all I care about is how they practice in their lives, what they, what they believe and what they learn. And and if it's for the good of people, what do we care? Yep. Truly.
0: Yep. And you know, it's when you know yes there are always 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 going to be fanatics there's Mm -hmm. always going to be that other pendulum swing to the other way who are exclusatory. if you're not in their religion you're 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 whatever there's a lot of other things however i feel if if you know the great the world could could come together and just be peaceful in the sense of that true christ consciousness that idea of inclusivity the idea of allowing a person to be who they are and as long as you you know and i don't even want to say as long as but and if they leave from the heart they 're in their own christ consciousness they 're in their own center, their own sense of connection to spirit, whatever God they serve whatever um, I think that that's important and that 's an important distinction mm-hmm. is that you know my religion doesn 't mean your religion is wrong my religion just is different like yeah. well it 's like
1: that. intuition you know like it's that same thing and that and that was what came to mind when you were talking about the christ consciousness is that it 's like you're your, your, your awakeness to you, you know, and that's when we talk about our intuition, you and I could be in, in, in a similar position and our gut instincts may tell us to do different things because it's driven by what's best for us. And that may look different for each person. And that's why I think, I think that's why different religions started to spin off is just because it was meant to be tailored to, societies or or like you were even talking about like little communities like what works for us like how does this like conceptual conceptual thing work for us and being able to to put that together um I just started reading um change your thoughts change your life again by Wayne Dyer and that's you know he's he's essentially doing his translation of the Tao and it's like Exactly that concept of where, like, I'm just taking what works for me. I'm trying to translate it into a way that works for me, and that it's okay if it sounds different to all these other 12 people who have translated it. You know, I'm not judging them on it. I'm I'm trying to incorporate how it works for me, you know, um, and and understanding what that works for me. The same way we would with our gut instincts. Like, huh, Amy, your gut is telling you to do blank. Mine is telling me to do this. You may do a quick trauma check to make sure it's not trauma-based, but most of the time it's like, Hey, I mean, well, that's meant for you. And this is meant for me and that's okay. We can do things differently as long as we arrive at, um, you know, the same heart, soul space, you know, where we feel fulfilled and we feel happy. Um, and so that's probably, you know, when I think of religions, probably, you know, part of, part of what happened in some of these more, um, inclusive religions you know that you have to tailor it to what makes sense but that moral ground or that you know that kind of base of what it's there for always being like how do we just live peacefully how do we have peace in our hearts and how do we help others have peace in their hearts without you know conflict
0: yep absolutely absolutely so let's tie this in to Spirituality,
1: okay. <laughs> Let's do that because I think that was where, like, where where this started spinning in my head. Yeah, to to have as a concept was because of my own struggle to essentially, and I didn't, and I wouldn't say that I've completely left behind Catholicism, but essentially I have, um, just because of my awareness of how much I really was in it to begin with, but, um, I think it's important for people who are listening to us right now. There may be people who are listening to us that are deeply religious and don't really know what to do with their, with their, uh, inquisitive nature about the stuff that we talk about. So they listen to a podcast like us and just kind of try to understand, but don't know how it could fit into their lives.
0: Right. Right. And so everybody's definition, as with religion, everybody's definition of spirituality is different. Um, you know, there's, there's a unity church that exists in the U.S. that is inclusive to all religions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they dive a lot into the idea of just living in that Christ consciousness. And I think that that, you know, you could call that spirituality, But for me, spirituality is my connection to spirit, my connection to the earth, my connection to the people around me, um, my connection to my truth um, and how I get there and the tools that I use to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, spirituality, I think, is a lot about understanding how you how you connect to those different things and how you use them in your day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a meditator to be spiritual. You don't have to be an energy worker to be spiritual. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a lover of all things shiny, (laughs) i.e. crystals, to be a spiritualist, you know, or to be a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have your distinctive connection to god to the universe to your goddesses it's your own individual spirituality
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now this is me in my own theories so i'm not portraying this or saying this is that way for everybody but i feel that that's what religion was meant to be Mm -hmm. in the beginning i feel that We were just to foster our connection to our heart and spirit and to connect them, to connect with the laws of the universe, the laws of, you know, give and take attraction, the laws of manifestation, all of these natural laws, and to have a connection that is of our own and our own cultivating Mm -hmm. to our truth, which Mm -hmm. is our connection to spirit,
1: Um, Mm -hmm. So that's an understanding of the world around us right? and how we operate.
0: So for me, that's what it means to be spiritual is, Mm -hmm. you know, I have my connection. Yep. It's through healing. It's being through the hollow bone, through mediumship, through a whole bunch of other different ways, but that's my connection. Whereas Vanessa, your connection, you could have all of those similar things and do those same things. But have a completely different connection because your truth is different from my truth. Hundred percent, yeah. But we still love each other because we know that spirituality isn't designed to have a one size fits all type of place. It's a one size fits most, you know, or you know, or a one size. There are no
1: sizes, and there's no place. Like
0: you know, there's nothing, you know. so that to me, kind of how spirituality works and, you know, and here's an aside, but for me, I get really upset when I find people using my type of spirituality or the things that I use or the things as a way to judge another human. Yeah. Cause it happens even in, even sure. in a spirituality, you know, you get a person who's like, you know, who lives on the land and, and is of the land and. And all of a sudden they're coming out with this, this judgment of somebody who maybe has to work a corporate nine to five. Like yeah. you're just working for the man, you yeah. know, and, and that, so much more enlightened than you. I wish you yeah. would be. Yeah, It's like, you know, you can't, it's so it's judging. It's let's just say not okay. sacred to just religion. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I get real upset because it's not, spirituality is not about judging the next person for their connection to spirit, yeah. but as long as they're not harming another individual or harming something or harming someone or creating a cult-like thing, I don't feel the need to correct them. Like, even if they're, even if say Vanessa, you come to me and you say, I feel that purple people are the goddesses that walk the earth. And I'm like, really? And you're like, (laughs) yeah. And I'm like, I don't believe that, but okay. (laughs) Fantastic. Right. I'll be like, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'd love to meet some of these purple people, but whatever, right. you know, uh-huh. I, it's, I don't need you to sign on to my Kool-Aid. I don't need you to drink my Kool-Aid.
1: You yeah. know,
0: I just, right. I need to drink it because it's my Kool-Aid. Right.
1: Right. And if you want some, that's cool, but you still need to bring, like, it's, it's almost like, a um, like, what is it? It's a Amish friendship bread, right? Like, yeah. I'll give you some starter, but you still got to make the bread. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you some, but the rest is yours to, to create of your own. And again, like, you know, I love the, the way of thinking of it that way is that it's not, it's not an arrival, right? Like, so Wayne Dyer will always say, you know, we don't arrive, we're always arriving, you know, so if we're always arriving, that means everybody else is always arriving and we don't get to look back at people and be like, oh, you're not there yet. Like you're where you are, like, and I'm where I am and I'm not there yet either. Cause I'm never going to be there. There is no, there it doesn't exist, right. you know, like <laughs> it doesn't exist, but at the same time, and it exists in every moment. And that was like the first, like kind of thing that was brought up in the doubt was exactly, exactly that. And man, did I think on that for a long time of like it's everything. And it's nothing like, ah, how does, how can that be? And it's like, you have to suspend all of the beliefs that you have in your, it, it, that you've been indoctrinated with in order to really grasp that concept and know that it's true, that it's like, um, one of the concepts is that w- without a name, like if you don't name God's source, whatever it's everywhere. Right. Like you look at people, you look at the air, you look at the clouds, you look at whatever, and you just know you're surrounded by whatever it is. But once you give it a name, then it starts to become specific of what it does and what follows under the umbrella and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, the, that's the idea is that spirituality is, uh, is something we can't, describe but it is also something we can describe within ourselves right so it's not my description doesn't mean that's the be all end all your description isn't the be all end all it's just our experience of it yeah. <laughs> and like it's really hard for people to grasp that because we are a society of 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 absolutes now and we are a society of seeing and believing And, you know, science is a beautiful thing, but I think it has created within a lot of people an inability to see the unseen or at least know the unseen doesn't need to be seen in order to exist. Um, And to me, that's where spirituality is, is, um, you know, for the first inkling that I had that I was, I was personally wrong about my path was that when I had my daughter, I didn't want to get her christened. Like I said, I wanted to get her christened and I was given the dress that's been in our family for a century for every child to get christened in. I had it. It sat in the closet. My ex was kind of fighting me, but not really. I could have just done it. You know, like when when do I not do what I want? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, but there was some, there was something that made me not do it, you know, and then eventually she grew out of the dress. And then it was like, well, if I'm not doing it in the dress, like there was just many, many excuses. And I said to myself one day, what, like, what's really happening because you used to go to church every Sunday and you love the ritual of it. And you wanted to bring your child into some, a, a place, this sacred. And so like, what's happening here. And it really just was that I had to take that apart and say, No, that's because you have mixed up spirituality with religion, you want your child to have this connection that you have with the earth and with God and with, you know, the universe. And you just have now realized the importance of putting it as an indoctrinated thing, not being what you wanted. And, you know, she's a special kid, she doesn't, she doesn't fit. In, in the Catholic church whatsoever. <laughs> and so I'm glad I never pushed that because I think it would have been to her detriment just because of who she is. I don't think it fits her. Other people, absolutely it fits because it's a good structure. It's a way to believe it's a way to get in touch when you can't do it on your own, that's what it did for me is that I had, I was so scattered and I was so all over the place and full of disbelief and in so many things and my own magic that when I showed up at church and I stood up and I kneeled and I smelled incense and I got holy water splashed on me and I, you know, ate the body of Christ and like I did this whole ritual, I felt connected and it was the only time I felt connected. So I stayed with it, but It wasn't meant forever. That was just, you know, to get me by (laughs) until I could open my eyes, until I could say, Does this really work for you? And it didn't. But all the people that it still works for, I still love them. You know, it's not about like, Oh, I've arrived in a place and you should be over here too. I don't care. As long as you're not being mean to people, as long as you still have the same, you know, moral standard and compass and you love all humans and want the best for all humans, that's cool you know, like it's, it's fine. Um, But it was a struggle for me, you know, to, to decide, like, is this a denouncement of your religion to step into spirituality is more what people see on the outside. It was big, you know, and I had to define spirituality for myself, the way that you just described it. And by sitting in nature and saying, well, this feels spiritual to me, or, you know, sitting with a crystal and saying i feel connected to something i don't understand and that feels spiritual to me um just feeling those feelings rather than having it be logical made a world of a difference for me to be able to find my own way
0: yeah absolutely and i think that those of those people starting their journey they want the handbook yeah there is Mm -hmm. no handbook People can mentor you, share thoughts, share, you know, ideas, tricks or tips or, you know, whatever, but you will discover your own journey um, in, in creating what that means to you. And, you know, when I, I was listening to you, Vanessa, and I was thinking, wow, spiritualism is a lot like mindfulness. Yeah. It's about being present. It's about being in the moment and seeing all the nuances of the moment of the experience of the moment. You know, I you know I can take my left brain's approach through life and say, you know, oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) (laughs) like wow, Um, and and to just be like look at every experience and I can I can categorize things as spiritual, but do I feel that they were spiritual? Do I, do I connect with them in that spiritual way? And, yeah. you know, when I look at the times I do healings, you know, there are sometimes I'm very deeply connected yeah. and there are other times that I am not connected at all. And it's, it happens because I can just open up and allow the healing through, but I'm not maybe connected in that moment or with that energy. Sure.
1: Which so, is a human experience.
0: So being spiritual doesn't always necessarily mean that, um, I I almost want a sense to say that just because we're doing things that look spiritual doesn't mean we're doing it. We're actually, you know, it's how are we connecting to that moment? How are we connecting to that and, and that connection to that moment is what creates spirituality. I think exactly
1: a hundred percent, because just like I was going to church and feeling connected, I'm sure that there were people going there, going through motions and not feeling a damn thing, but they were doing it because they felt like they had to be there, you know, or they felt like this was, this was the thing that you're supposed to do. And so you just go through those motions. Um, it's that the connectivity that made it the thing for me, you know, um, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the truth. We're not always going to be connected. We're not, we're humans on this earth right now. (laughs) And that comes with a whole set of limitations, you know, that, that a free spirit or soul doesn't have. Um, and that includes mental energy that includes (laughs) physical, uh, ailments, you know, and, and, and the stress of the day, you know, can, can contribute to a lack of connectivity. Um, and that's, yeah, that's a, that's an important thing to bring up because I think a lot of people do struggle with that too, of the in and out, um, and what that means and have I lost myself and, you know, whatever, and just being able to say like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not here right now. <laughs> and if I'm desperate for it, I can go try some other things. You know, like that would be a time where I would go to a beach, right? Like, hey, I know this place makes me feel spiritual. I'm gonna go there. If I'm so- having trouble sitting in my, you know, sitting in my, in my sacred space and 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 creating a moment for myself, I'll go create a moment where I know I can, um, because that's part of the human experience.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I think that that's in some aspects for those who are challenged by religion, that's what they're missing.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's some, it's, it's a, you know, it's an every Sunday, this is, I go to church and like you said, you're tied to that experience, but yet, you know, can you access that the days that you're not there and having that ritual and, you know, and, and I love ritual. That's why part of the reason why I have, I, I like the Catholicism ritual not necessarily, you know, all of it, but some of it, because I feel yeah. that it creates intention. That's yes. what I like about ritual. 100%. It's intention creating. It's Absolutely. like, you know, when you, when we go sit to meditate or when we, when I do a healing, I have a ritual yeah, that I do because it's, in, it's putting my energy in alignment with what's about to be done. And yeah. so therefore I can step into that space of Okay, you know, my body, my energy, my mind, my heart knows that oh, we're doing a healing today, yay, or we're doing a reading. And I I have my moment, I have my ritual. Um, Mm -hmm. and we can create those. I have rituals all over the place that are not even like spirituality related. Yeah. Like, you know, like
1: making my coffee is a freaking ritual. I grind my beans, I
0: (laughs) exactly. And like, yeah, like (laughs) I just you know, it's not about necessarily ritual. It's just creating that connection to that moment. And like I said, I think that that's why I liked the Catholic religion for that ritual.
1: Um, But I also- Because each part of the ritual had meaning. And it was, I mean, part of it was easy because somebody led me every week. But once you, I mean, once you learn it, you do it, but you don't do it at home. You know, like I didn't do Catholic (laughs) mass at home. It wasn't comfortable for me to do it at home. It was part of the group experience and the group energy and all of that kind of stuff. Um, So that ritual was separate, you know, like, and that had to be the thought process of like, uh, that's not the only ritual of connection. That is your separate group experience of ritual to connect. And that's it. Like you can, you connect in different ways. And this is why people prayed at night was because that was their way to plug in. Right. Like I'm going to, uh, and, and, and it, they got down on their knees because that was ritual, <laughs> you know, like it's one action. You know, I think people think of ritual as having to be a ton of things and like this big grand gesture and forgetting that we do ritual on a regular basis for, in, for intentional reasons right. all the time, all the time, all the time, the way you, the way you shower, think about, you know, like yep. there's a ritual to it. The there's way a way you, there's a reason
0: the way you get in your car and the first things you do when you get in your car is Amen. there's rituals to everything how yeah. we do things our structure we place around things our rituals yes. and it's to connect right. us to that moment yeah. to that to that you know and to so, get us ready
1: to be yeah. in the
0: space <laughs> yeah, and, and to be present for that energy you know yeah. um mm. but and i and i think that that's you know, for me, for those who struggle with religion, you know, I really, I validate that struggle for you. Um, because I struggle with it. I was never baptized. My mother is Catholic. My grandmother was Catholic. She was taught by the nuns. She hated the nuns. She hated her. Oh my God. She was like, they were so mean. They would like hit you with rulers and stuff. And she hated it. Um, and, you know, I went to mo-
1: Catholic school for two years, nightmare. And I can remember it because it was awful.
0: Yeah. And so my, my mother never christened us. She never baptized us. She never, she never did that. And, and I'm grateful because it gave me an opportunity to explore and, mm-hmm. you know, and I've never. So I, I've been in many churches mm-hmm. I have been invited by friends. I go with friends, you know, when I was a kid, there was never one church that, first of all, I didn't cry in, (laughs) but second of all, there was never one place where I felt like I was at home. Yeah. Yeah. I am a lover of these Gothic ancient cathedrals. Like, you know, I, you go into these countries like Scotland and England and you see them and they're gorgeous. And you're just like, Oh, I love them, but I don't love them because I love the religion.
1: Yeah. I love
0: them because the architecture and how grand it is and how great, how much, but it's also a sign of how much religion was tainted by man. I feel. Yeah. My opinion.
1: Well, um, and I think like, so when you said it, I kind of went into St. Patrick's cause that's where I, I used to live there. So I would go there a lot. And what I loved about it, and this is what happened to me when I, the last time that I was in there, I said, what is it about these freaking buildings? Cause it's like, I walk in and I feel it, like I feel connected. And I'm like, I've already put myself in the space of that religion doesn't align with enough of what I feel for me to continue, you know, calling myself that, but I still love being here and for me it became this build the intent of this building at the time that they did it <laughs> they they really believed the way that i believe right now like it was with full intention it was with a full heart it was with full soul it was like what you do right and and, and i think that that's what it is it's almost like i feel their intention over everything else so when i see how beautiful some of them are i think of the work that was put in to make their house of worship so beautiful because they wanted their altar to be most excellent. Yes. Even though, right. Like what, like I said, like, I'm kind of disconnected from a lot of the, like the way that the religion, like tried to shape the society. I think of that and being like, to be so in love with your spiritual connection that you would go to such great lengths that I won't go to. I'm not doing that here in my house. (laughs) It felt powerful to me of like, man, like that's, that's dedication to what you believe in And and I was like, oh, that totally makes so much sense. Like it's not I don't walk in here like a super Catholic and get hit by the super Catholicism. I get I I am in here, I'm in here in spiritual intent. Like this has nothing to do with the religion whatsoever. (laughs) Like, and it just, I mean, it cleared a lot for me because I felt guilty. I was like, you shouldn't love the church if you don't love the religion. Like, get get the hell out of there. You don't belong here. You know, I did a lot of that judgment to myself. Until I made that connection for me, was like, oh, well, that's why I feel that way. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine.
0: <laughs> and and you know, and well, I know, especially with Catholicism, there's a lot of you that have grandparents or families or grandmothers or mothers that are extremely Catholic or extremely religious, and you know it would probably break their heart from not going to church not going and or signing on to their religion yeah but while i understand that sometimes we can't be and just throw off the code of religion and walk away because there's people in our lives that would be deeply affected i encourage you to do it if that's what you're being called to do anyways amen because we can allow religion to trap us um But again, maybe you're not a religious person. Maybe you don't have a religion. You're stepping into the space of spirituality and you're like, and you find a religion that writes home to your heart, Mm -hmm. that connects to your heart. And then you feel comfortable and you feel like going to church is is, is homecoming for you. I encourage you to go. I encourage you to do it. Mm -hmm. Do what feels right. See, that's, that's the thing is that we've we've seen religion as obligation yeah and i think that that's a really really poor way of judging whether you want to be part of that religion is by obligation nothing has ever come good about obligation so It's it's an
1: absolute loss
0: of freedom yeah and so i super encourage you to maybe you're like catholic and you're like Catholicism doesn't hit me you know it's not what I it's not I don't feel connected to it maybe you try another religion and that and you feel like oh oh this is it this is this Mm -hmm. is what I was missing this is what I'm connected to Mm -hmm. seek that and find that if you don't and you're like you know what I just like being spiritual I like being connected to all religions because Mm -hmm. I like different parts of all of them that's mm-hmm. kind of where i sit i sit in the center of them all and i see and understand that there are always going to be extremists and there are always going to be people who are atheists two sides of the pendulum i get it i accept it i don't like what the extremists do in the name of religion but we will always have this um but i think the majority of the religions just are really there to say treat each other well treat mm-hmm. each other with kindness help where you can and love thy neighbor you know
1: yeah. yeah definitely and i think you know i i i will say this about religion and it's probably going to backfire on me but <laughs> i think that the big warning sign um for me as a young kid was that negative part of it of, if you don't, you will be damned to hell. I thought I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be damned to hell because I'm a good person, you know, and, and, and that's what I would, that's, I think probably the only thing that I ever caution anybody against when it comes to religion is, is using that as your obligation to be there. Um, Because this is what happens with, this is how extremists happen. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I think, you know, there's, there's extremists just because of, you know, there's, there's, I think some mental illness involved a lot of times with a lot of extremism, but I think um, a lot of it can also be attributed to that extreme belief um, in, in some of those parts that can be harmful of religions Um, that we may say like, oh, you know, living um, an unholy life will create hell for you that can be loosely based in, in many different ways, right? Like I know that living in an unholy life will make a hellish Tuesday for me, you know, like it's not about eternity in hell. It's about like living without virtue makes my life suck, you know, and being able to, to see it that way, took away a lot of obligation for me of feeling like I had to be an extreme religion follower, Um, and you know, specifically like when we were talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're kind of picking on Catholicism, but it's like, that's what we know. So that's what's happening. But I think of even, you know, some of the, the people that I know that are from other countries, you know, where their religions have, um, some real negative stuff in there that say, like, if I don't do this, I'm like completely ostracized from my everything, you know, like I have to do this or else, um, or, you know, some of the extremists that believe, um, that you, you take out other people in order to, you know, make yourself more holy or whatever, you know, like you're, you're, you're supposed to be a vigilante of some, some sort. That's probably the only thing that I say to myself. Yeah. I don't want anybody to do that. I don't care about what religion you choose, but if you choose religion based on a, on a, on a, um, negative thing, just kind of caution yourself to remind you that that is not at all the basis of why religion exists. Um, that, that God doesn't want you to feel that way or Buddha never said that, or, you know, like whatever it is that you have to say to yourself to be like that, that got lost in translation along the way. That's not, that's not really going to be true. I, I am, if I'm walking with faith and I'm walking in goodness and I'm walking in kindness and I'm doing, um, moral things I'm not gonna go to hell I won't be damned to hell because I don't you know that because I won't judge other people or because I won't blank you know fill in the blank right. um so yeah I mean I think that that's probably the only space that I get into of like mm, no 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 like even you can't think of that as a be all end all right because or else we can't forgive and religion is about forgiveness too. So
0: yes, it's,
1: it's, it's it's hard to take apart. And I, th- I think what ends up happening is that it feels like we just attack religions when we take things apart, but it's not meant to do that. It's just meant to create um, more realism and create a more sacredness to it. You know, I, like I said, I love the ritual of Catholicism. It doesn't work for me because of some of the other beliefs that I have, but damn, do I love going. And I say, damn, that was, you know, immediately. My first thought was you shouldn't say, damn, if you're talking about Christianity, come on, like, (laughs) but I love it to walk in there and to know what's next and to say certain prayers and to sing certain songs and to get down on my knees and to stand up and, and to shake my neighbor's hands and say, peace be with you. I love that. Yep you know, and it's okay for me to love that and also not want to be a Catholic.
0: Absolutely. A (laughs) hundred percent. A hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. There's, there's, you know, I know it creates this sense of like, what? I I know. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. It's true. And it's true that we can also live our lives the way that we want to. Now, here's the thing. okay that was a phone call but but like okay um sorry I didn't turn off my phone see what happens when we're raw and real guys we get (laughs) but so here's the thing is that I understand why there are some things you know in religion why they want to have them there like for instance Mm -hmm. like can't eat meat on Fridays you can't you, you can't drink on certain I get it There was a lot of people out there who are drunk and and whatever, but Mm -hmm. here's the thing is that I never want to see religion being used as a way to control another individual's actions. Religion should be used as a way to support the person's connection to their own spirit, to their own God, as a way of support to prevent them from even wanting to do the action in the first place.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's all about that connection, like you just said. And if we do it ourselves, it can be okay, right? Like, so when Lent would come around, I didn't, when I was younger, I used to think of like, oh, here we go. I got to deprive myself of something, you know, that I love for the sake of this religion. You know, like it was very negatively based until, you know, my spirituality started to come in and I started to connect to why and saying, no, this is a great time to break an ugly habit. You know, of, of mine to break myself of a vice that I'm not, that doesn't serve me well, you know, and seeing it that way helped me be able to connect to that ritual because it's a ritual um, and have it be helpful to me. The same way that not eating meat on Fridays, you know, at first I was like, this is so stupid. And, you know, like I should be able to do whatever I want, you know, but going into a connection of, the intent behind this practice is to be connected to a holy person or to be connected to that experience of holiness that we, that I don't have, but I, but will, it will serve me to fill up with some of that holy feeling, you know? And, and it was like, okay. So that made it easier to observe during Lent, some of these things that were like, okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. We're doing a ritual here. We're doing a connection. We're connecting to ancestors. (laughs) Wow. I can totally handle that. You know, like, you know, putting it into a different mind space to allow it to be something that, that served me versus an obligation totally matters. And everybody has the capacity to do that. I think, and I think that everybody who feels obligated should do that work I think that they are very well served to say what is my connection to this and what is the intended connection and do I want to be there can I get there or do I make my own intention because I like the practice because I like the ritual
0: yeah absolutely absolutely well friends I hope that we've given you a lot of food for thought I hope that we've haven't confused the idea for religion and spirituality <laughs> but this is <laughs> our own personal take as well as some you know some history of it and you know if you have questions or you're not sure reach out to us we'd be happy to help kind of bounce some thoughts and and hear what you have to say and help you find your own connection in in your own way your individual way whether yeah. It's through religion or just through spirituality or through both.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to make that, to really make that point, to drive that point home that, that, that while, like I said, we feels like maybe we were picking on Christianity a little bit, um, that was really just kind of the, the, the negative connotation that it's held and that we completely feel that spiritual connection and that don't shy away from asking us questions because you think that we don't believe in your religion. We absolutely do our goal is to have you help you connect with your spirituality, whatever it looks like. If you come to me and say, I am a devout Catholic, you are not going to sway me from that. That's fine. We'll do things like I was just talking about. Okay. What what are the rituals that you love? How do you connect? Do you not connect? How can we connect you? You know what are the things that you're struggling with? How do we connect you so that you feel that spiritual connection within your religion? I am willing to do that. I'm not going to try to talk you <laughs> out of being <laughs> Catholic. Because...
0: unless you're talking about killing people. No, exactly. We're gonna, right. We're not going to sway you from from being religious or being in your religion. If you Absolutely. Want more ways of maybe learning how to connect to your religion yes we're there for that too it's like i said it's all individual it's all individual
1: yes and i felt like it was important to make that distinction of like we still support every single person no matter what because this is a spiritual journey that we are on and while religion doesn't mean spirituality and spirituality doesn't mean religion it is all connected and we get that so please don't think that there's one side to this. We, our pendulum swings all the ways and we're here for you in every way possible.
0: You bet. We love you. We sure do. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on Freud's
1: angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us
0: to continue the healing. Connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so
1: that we may help you continue your journey.
0: And remember to give us some love in the review section.
1: If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center.
0: And always remember you are loved, you're worthy, and the world needs your light.